0: Did I tell you this? No. I didn't tell you I got pulled over the other day. I got pulled over for the first time in a few years. So I'm going up I-205 northbound. I get off at the Oregon City exit. And I know a cop was behind me, but yeah. We get off the exit. I take a ride onto McLaughlin. And lights go on. And I'm like, huh, eh, probably got a call. So I pull over. They pull over with me. I'm like, wait, what? I'm getting pulled over? And so mm-hmm. she comes up to my window. She's like, you know why I pulled you over? And I'm looking at her like, I honestly have no idea. I pulled you over for speeding. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. Cause she's like, cause I was, you know, cause I was for the most part, I think only going like 65 in the 65 zone. And then it does cut down to 55. And I think I stayed 65 for a little bit. But I know there's this like place past the uh, 10th Street exit where trucks can pull over to that they like to hide. So I went uh. down to 60 and put my cruise control on. So I probably had my cruise control on until I exited. So it was like good, good two miles. I'm going only 60. It's so a five right. over a limit on the freeway. She, she basically had been following me for four miles. Followed me out the exit and pulled me over. Weird. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I mostly just want to see if you're intoxicated or not. I'm not going to give you a ticket. But just Unless want to see you're if you're intoxicated. Yeah. I'm still just like, all right, well, no, I appreciate that. I mean, that's that's nice. And like, yeah, but um... if you're
1: not going to give me a ticket and I'm going five miles over the speed limit, what I are ca- we yeah, doing I just couldn't believe she
0: was behind me following me for four miles. though. That's crazy. But yeah. So yeah, that happened.
1: But Stay on your toes, dry sober, get pulled over.
0: Yeah, at least it was, uh, I was 100%, 100% sober, and she just said, "Yeah, warning, go. Good. So that was nice. All right, let's get going here, Daniel. Ooh, ooh. I got stuff to do tonight. You a. got K. stuff to do?
1: I got stuff to do?
0: I got to write 30 pages tonight of something.
1: I can figure it out.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of... Movies and brews, where we talk movies, and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and sitting across from me here is Honey Boy, Daniel.
1: Ooh, honey.
0: (laughs) That's right. Today we're actually going to be talking two movies, or I should say we have two movies on tap this week. We're going to be talking the new Honey Boy, and Knives Out. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... like, Let's pull
1: a knife out to spread the honey. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> cheers. <laughs>
1: no, got a got zoo. Com- it's cheers. <clears throat> Ting.
0: <laughs> Close enough. Before we get started here, Daniel, let's talk about what we are drinking. So, yes, you're weak to bring something in. What did you bring, Daniel?
1: Well, this week, I brought something that I swear we'd probably had on the show, but at that point, when I saw it, I'm like, no, fuck it. We can have this again, because it's real good. But it's Ex Novo's Dynamic Duo, Mm. which is an Imperial IPA. And I know you showed me this, and I really liked it. And I have it every
0: once in a while. This stuff is delicious. Yeah, I don't ever see it on tap anywhere. Maybe I have before, but every so often, when I see a bottle in a store, I'll just pick one up. Yeah. Mm. So
1: I picked up a couple cans for us, because it's just too good.
0: Yes, it is. Well, good choice, Daniel. Okay, well, let's get into some movie news here. I know you got a couple of trailers I think you want to talk about. What do you got for us this week? I think I only have one trailer, and
1: that dropped today, yesterday, this this morning. morning? (laughs) Was 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 that that today? Um,
0: Yeah, because I saw it at like 7.30, and it was already been up for a couple hours. I was just in shock that you were up. Right, me
1: too. But... uh, they dropped the Black Widow solo Marvel film trailer today. <laughs> and uh, Jordan texted me at 7.30. He's like, oh, my gosh, dude, it looks so good. And I didn't see what you had texted me. I had assumed the new James Bond trailer dropped because that was supposed to happen this week.
0: Not and till I, tomorrow. And
1: when I got to work, I'm like, oh, shit, Black Widow. Sweet.
0: <laughs> so, you know.
1: I I guess it wasn't
0: like an amazing trailer. It was a little underwhelming. However, I do like, I like the feel of the uh, more it kind of had the same, a formulaic feel to it that most of these Marvel movies have, but for some reason also felt like a breath of fresh air too. Maybe it's because it's not going to be as big and grand scale as we've had lately with Going into space with Captain Marvel, endgame, even Spider Man going across the world. Right. It looks like it's gonna be way more low key, way lower stakes. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: I know. It has the
0: uh spy
1: thriller nature. Like it it felt like a spy thriller or espionage thriller mm-hmm. mixed with like I don't know, like I guess spy thriller in the uh this vein of Winter Soldier, mixed with like some of the stuff that they were doing. Like this kinda like also feels like a superhero Mission Impossible movie, which I'm like, that
0: seems pretty cool. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about it until I saw him in the trailer. I totally forgot David Harbour was going to be a part of this, and then he showed up and was like, oh, that's right, that's yes! The, that's and the I, Red Guardian. I got very excited for that. <laughs> um, No, I, I, I liked it, though. It looks like so Tasha runs into her sister, it looks like.
1: Well, that's the thing. They they say, oh, like, oh, hey, sis, but I'm also curious if that's actually a blood relative or they're just like kind of like in a sisterhood with all the other assassins that were trained together okay, okay. so i thought maybe that could be like sis is like you know like a sisterhood or a brotherhood of assassins
0: right, right. sisterhood of the assassin pants maybe but i don't know of so i'm curious to assassins. see if that's
1: actually her sister or just because she's obviously a fellow assassin too okay
0: well it, it looks cool and again it looks like something slightly different than what we've had Lately, so I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I I love uh, Scarlett Johansson, so yeah, sign me up. I'll see it. Also,
1: you know that one her black like tactical suit that they show in this looks cool, and the white tactical suit looks pretty sweet too. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I'm excited because the bad guy in this is Taskmaster, which is the guy you see with like the bow in the trailer. Oh, okay, that's the guy's name. I
0: kind of was thinking that might be Hawkeye in a new suit. Yeah, no, okay. his name's Taskmaster,
1: and his whole deal was that. He can essentially mimic anything that's physically possible for a human. He can do it like he can mimic a lot of Spider-Man's moves, even though he has he's essentially got like increased. I don't, I don't know what to call it, uh, Strength but so abilities. he's got so he'll be able to mimic her moves. So it sh- hopefully they do a good job in like kind of evolving really cool fights with that aspect.
0: Cool. But we'll see. All right. Well, any other trailers that dropped? What do you think of the new Adam Sandler trailer for that? He's in a movie produced by Studio A. Was it A twenty four?
1: Yeah, A twenty four. I think Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems.
0: Yes, I I had no idea that was was coming out. That he was going to be in this kind of like serious tone of a movie. And all of a sudden, I think it was before Doctor Sleep or something. I saw it and I was like, Whoa, what's this? I'm just kind of curious what you thought of that trailer.
1: I don't think I've seen it in theaters. I've seen it online, and it looks very interesting because I remember watching. What movie is that where he's like kind of mentally ill and homeless with Don Cheadle?
0: Are we talking about, uh um, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, this is like I can't 10, think
1: of oh, like almost 10 years ago at this point. I can't remember the name of that movie, Punch but drunk like, love. No, that's not the one. That's not right.
0: the one. No. Oh.
1: that's a comedy. Like I don't know, he had like a very serious movie about ten years back. Maybe
0: I think that's the last serious Adam Sandler movie i watched. I haven't watched an Adam movie in ten plus years. Yeah.
1: So oh. I don't know. Like I mean, I've seen him act his like his ass off in a serious film, and I really liked it. It's just unfortunately that they didn't take. So he just kept making dumb comedies. But
0: uh, I think he makes a crap ton of money off those. Oh, he does. <laughs> he absolutely does.
1: And he's he's got it made. But
0: um, he's got his own brand, if you will. Yeah.
1: So I am kind of curious to see Uncut Gems because it does look like, you know, he's going to do some serious acting in it. This looks interesting
0: yeah. Like, in general as a movie.
1: Yeah. And so I'm I'm excited to see what it turns out to be. I definitely want to check it out when it comes. I mean, it's coming out like this next week or so, two weeks. It's somewhere close to
0: Yeah, I think it's a few weeks after like mid... I think well, it's probably a few weeks out in mid December. That's coming up in like a week or two. Yeah. So, but Gosh, who knows? These last couple months are moving back quick. It
1: looks like that's probably might start out with like a limited release. So we may not be yeah, able we'll to see. see it. But I don't know. It looks interesting.
0: Any other cool news out there?
1: Um, the only other rumors and rumbles. I mean, besides the news that, you know, tomorrow, as time of recording, We are gonna get a new James Bond trailer, which I'm excited about. We got a new James Bond character poster for No Time to Die of like the a bunch of different people in Uh, the movie. Uh, I know Scott James Bond or well Daniel Craig, uh, Rami Malek. I just don't know any of their character names because I need to catch up on the Craig Bond movies. (laughs) So I'm still Skyfall and Spectre behind. We better catch up. I know, but so I'm excited for that. But by the time people listen to this, it would have already been already been out. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I saw is that they announced a new Disney Plus Star Wars TV show, but it's a game show called Jedi Temple Challenge.
0: Oh, that'd be kind of cool.
1: Like I guess it's like, and it's for kids. It's kind of like uh, the Hidden Temple, like on Nickelodeon, I think that was. But it's going to be hosted by Ahmed Best. Which I guess he's the actor voice actor for Jar Jar Banks, so they got him as the host,
0: really, yeah, meets the next question, yeah,
1: so I mean, like that would be fun, like <laughs> I think that's probably a good- <laughs> choice for like a recognizable actor who has like you know kid audience, I mean, I don't know it, it 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 it'll be fun, I'll probably check out, I probably won't watch it religiously, but I'll definitely check it out, yeah, when it be worth, out.
0: worth checking out. I mean, if it's on Disney plus, we'll watch it. Yeah. Are you liking Disney Plus? So our sister let me have access to the, her account that she got. And so far, the only thing I've watched, because I've just been like late at night, is watched, I started at the very beginning of The Simpsons. Nice. <laughs> this is the not-so-funny season, season one. Things are just getting ramped up. I mean, there was almost a tearjerker in the first one when they bring home Sam's little helper for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was almost like...
1: <laughs> even, that wasn't even supposed to be their first episode. Well,
0: yeah, it was and yeah but so far yeah there's been some good ones i love the uh, i think my favorite thus far i've only like five episodes deep is the family therapy one where they're all shocking each other
1: oh yes and they beat each other with like this is no way bats. to get healthy they take the foam out of the bats and start beating each other with metal poles my my, my
0: favorite part of the whole thing though is when they're like get they're like well you said double or nothing like because he kicks them out like I, I can't help you guys and he's like well we want to mo- you said double or no-. so he gives them double the money back and they're like we can get our TV back, and they're like that stupid thing. No way, man! We're gonna take this money. We're gonna get a brand new TV and everything, one with wheels, so we can turn wheel in the kit uh, in the dining room when we eat. And they're like, "Yeah!" And they're all like happy as a family together, like they're supposed so to be. Therapy. It was just, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh man, yeah. No,
1: I've I've been watching popping in and out of Simpsons because before Disney Plus, I had been streaming it, uh, not reputable sites because there's nowhere else for, it, for me to get it. I watched like the first like 8 or 9 seasons. So I've been popping so into good. like some other stuff, but I watched the uh, Oh, I looked up, I think it's in season 12. But I looked up one of my favorite episodes, which is when Bart and Milhouse ru- start running the comic book shop and then they start doing illegal screenings of movies. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Which I'm like, I love That's one of my favorite episodes. And then I also just watched the one where Bart goes to Bart and Lisa go to military school. Uh, maybe which i think I that's remember. in season eight but i love because one of my favorite simpsons lines is like the uh, they're doing f- like firing range training and then a guy the officer who's talking to bart it's just like so you've been to public school so i'm assuming you're already familiar with small arms so we're gonna start you out with a little something a little more advanced and hands him a grenade launcher <laughs> 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 that's funny. oh uh, yeah it's one of
0: my favorite episodes that's good stuff well I'm looking forward to finally. Uh, see, I'm been home evenings lately, but I'm looking forward to finally getting started on the Mandalorian. I feel like I'm way behind. they are only four episodes deep, but I feel like I'm way behind. But
1: by the time you catch up, there's going to be a fifth episode.
0: True. Might even be more than that. I'm. You know what? I've not had time for because it's three and a half hours long. As I've not had time to sit down and watch The Irishman.
1: I thought last night I was trying to build up my head I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna gonna watch it. I'm just gonna power through it and then I got home a little later than expected and it was seven o'clock. I'm like, oh that would be the rest of my night.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'm like, I just gotta like wake up at like seven AM on like Saturday morning or something. I'm and just go watch it. Just go watch
0: it. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we talk about some other things we've seen this week? I know you were assigned a sign of film. Um, yeah, I guess the only really other thing I've seen this week was I went and saw other than the two movies we're about to talk about? Is I saw Ford B Ferrari again. I gotta say, second time around, just as awesome. Definitely a movie you won't see in theaters. And yeah, I went with two people that have never seen it or haven't seen it yet. And they both loved it. So,
1: Sweet. yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, so I watched, I almost said Crazy Stupid Love for some reason. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. We've been talking. We did, were... did you watch that
0: clip I sent you? Yeah, I
1: did. <laughs> It does make me laugh, so what, but I watched it a couple times today, too.
0: So what's your big move? I'm not going to show you my big move. No, what's your big move? I'm not going to tell you. Tell me! Okay, fine! I worked dirty dancing into the conversation. I, don't <laughs> know, I just, That whole conversation is just hilarious. Can I put my shirt back on? No. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I watched The Color of Money. Uh, Martin Scorsese's
0: Color of Money. With Tom Cruise. And Paul Newman, the and great Paul, Paul Newman.
1: And Paul Newman, yeah. So, and it's all about, I mean, well hustling pool and just making money. Also, well, so,
0: so uh, you might not know this, but Paul Newman was in a movie called The Hustler back in the 50s where he played the same character. I did not. It's a quote-unquote sequel to this, but yeah, Fast Eddie Felsen. Okay. Anyway, continue.
1: I don't know, I just like, I really liked it. The Scorsese film, so you got that level of quality almost packed in already. I did not know that the color of money I've heard of it and I know it as a Tom Cruise movie, but I never knew it as a Scorsese film. Because so 'Cause I'm like I, it doesn't seem like for some reason it doesn't seem like doesn't you'd seem be like... working with Tom Cruise. <laughs> I guess. But I mean like this is also at the height of like Tom Cruise like is like insane. It's
0: part of his rise, I'd say. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean I would say all the way to the late nineties he was on the rise, then on slight decline. I mean he's still leveled off, if anything else, but He was on the rise in the 80s, for sure.
1: I just figured he, like, this is, like, close. I mean, I guess Top Gun would be, like, his apex. Yeah, because he had
0: Top Gun for this, The Firm, and then you go later in the 90s, you had The First Mission Possible. Jerry Maguire was huge back in 96.
1: Okay, so, yeah. So, he's not, I guess he's probably not at his apex for this. But, yeah, he's definitely, like, it just doesn't see in my mind, Scorsese and Tom Cruise, they don't go together. But it, he makes it work. And obviously, he wanted to work with Tom Cruise. Well,
0: and he, and he makes a movie about Pool 2 interesting. Because this could have been easily boring.
1: Yeah, it's just like you take simple... Like, it's a simple hustle, but they add some complexities to it. They add, like, the character development's really good. I don't know. Like, it was surprising. And, like, I didn't know it was Scorsese film. Never even really, like, thought about this movie before. But it's definitely one that I definitely want to check out again. Mm, cool because it's it was pretty awesome yeah i don't
0: know if it's streaming anywhere i know you borrowed the it's dvd not. okay you looked okay yeah. well yeah there you go folks color of money so yeah i think that's all i had was i just i saw three movies in theaters so we I didn't watch anything at home this week other than a okay. couple simpson episodes
1: the only other thing i watched because it was on it's on disney plus and i was looking through like trying to find like these old like disney movies um so one of the ones that i ended up watching or the one that i ended up watching this week only an hour and 20 minutes an animated film it's perfect great uh came out in the 80s i watched the black cauldron which i, I of that. never yeah it's just one of those like movies that we never watched when we were kids um it is kind of like a weird offbeat like uh, one of disney's greatest failures of a movie like in theaters but it's like this weird offbeat like pretty dark fantasy movie about this kid and this princess, and they're essentially trying to destroy the black culture, and so the, the horned king, which is the big bad guy, just a walking skeleton, can't raise a an army of the dead. And I, so I watch it, and it was, it was this weird feeling watching it because it's like such an offbeat
0: movie. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing. previews or something for this but yeah i don't think i've ever seen it just seems like it would
1: be made by another like knockoff animation house just of how weird it was yeah it looks like
0: a dreamworks kind of thing
1: but the thing that was like the weirdest thing about it was like how it felt offbeat and not in row with like disney for the time but it still had disney quality animation to it so i don't know it's just really interesting like i don't know i didn't really love it i didn't hate it it was just kind
0: of a weird movie it was a weird experience so I mean, if no, no one thing I noticed on there that I put it on my must-watch list, the original, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids."
1: I added those two. They have like I think they have most of them, if not the whole series. But
0: then my roommates and I are gonna just sit down one night and watch that, at least the original.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, so good. And somebody had asked me because I didn't even think about this, but that Pagemaster movie with Macaulay Culkin and like the animated. Oh, is that on there? I somebody had asked me because I'm like. It's not Disney, but it's Fox. So oh. I feel like it's going to be on there soon. It's not on there right now. Okay. But I've been keeping my eye out for that one because somebody and I were just oh. talking about it. I'm like, oh, well, that, they'll probably add it. That's cool. Because I've never seen that, and I would like to. Ooh. But yeah, so that's all I watched this week was Color of Money, Black Cauldron.
0: Cool. All right. Well, let's move on here, Daniel. We have got two movies on tap to talk about this week. Let's go to our first one, and let's talk some... Honey Boy? H- honey Boy. Uh, honey Boy. Honey Boy here, yes. Written by Shia LaBouffe and directed by Alma Harrell. I've not heard of her before, but I think we're going to hear from her again after seeing this. Uh, yeah. So, pretty simple concept is you got a young man... Who you know his life's kind of falling. He's an actor. His life's kind of falling apart. So he he goes to therapy, and we he starts having you know looking back on his early years, and we spend most of the time with his early years when he's age 12 and his mm-hmm. time and relationship with his father as he's acting career is starting to take off, and you know just his his dad's like his manager, chauffeur, and everything like that, mm-hmm. and we just see their relationship, and yeah, it's you know it's cool because he's on TV on TV shows, but we you know life not so glamorous outside of there. Yeah. Interesting, though, because, yeah, this is a Shia LaBeouf wrote this when he was in rehab. Essentially, um, it's about him and his father and their relationship.
1: Yeah. From what I've read, it's like it's pretty autobiographical, like not exact like his family history. But I don't know. It's just obviously heavily based on his experience.
0: Yep. So, yeah, I got to say, like, going in, I saw a trailer for this maybe a month or two back. And I was like, well, that looks pretty interesting. I gotta I got say, the trailer, for whatever reason, it looked a little more stylistic, so I, and like there might be a little more like weird humor thrown in there throughout. I don't know. I wasn't expecting a 90-minute drama.
1: That's, yeah, that's something that caught me very off guard, where I'm like, yeah, like you said, like kind of looked very stylistic, because it starts, like, the trailer started out with like him just being like, no, and getting blown back by huge explosions, so obviously he's in like an action movie. I thought it was kind of, I don't remember exactly, I can't remember the movie I was kind of comparing it to, but... I thought it was going to be more surreal and kind of like fourth wall breaking and kind of like essentially like move through like kind of like movie sets. It's like different scenery from what the trailer like kind of showed that I'm like,
0: yeah. Cause, well, it's weird. So I've gone back and watched the trailer again and I'm like, well, no, that looks like what I saw. So yeah, I don't know. But for some reason, when I first watched the trailer, it's I, I was like more stylistic kind of thing in mind. But so I was a little thrown off at first when it was like more of just a 90 minute drama, but you know what? I was okay with it. Like, I thought the acting was superb in this, especially with uh, Shia LaBeouf and um, Noah Jube. Which Noah Jube, he was a, he was Peter in Fast or the Fast and Furious Ford V Ferrari. He yeah. Oh, the, the, the ch- son.
1: Yeah, the the child.
0: Yep. He was also in A Quiet Place as well as Wonder.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So I think so I recognize. You, yeah, him yeah, we've from seen quiet him in place. a
0: few things, but but yeah. So I, I saw the trailer a couple of months back, and I thought it looked really cool. And I you know it's kind of like, well, it's an Amazon studio movie. We'll just wait till it comes out on Prime eventually. But I don't know. Then it's just this buzz started kind of just forming around. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe we need to check this out. And I was like last week near the mall, like right before it was starting. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go watch this movie. So I went and watched it. And yeah, I got to say, wasn't disappointed. Once, once I knew, once I knew, was kind of on board, and like, okay, this is going to be more just a straight up drama. Mm-hmm. I was on board with that and I was fine with it. And. I gotta say, like, everything from the acting was great, the direction was good, dialogue was really good. I enjoyed myself for the hour and a half in theaters.
1: Yeah, you know, I was one, like, to p- piggyback, like, yeah, the dr- the straight drama threw me off a little bit, but it seems like after I finished watching the movie and, you know, thinking about the trailer, I'm like, they obviously didn't know how to market the movie. So it's one of those, like, they weren't sure how to get audiences in the seats. So they kind of made this kind of weird trailer that like kind of gives off the impression that might be a little quirky instead of just a straight drama. But I got to say like, yeah, while it's very, a lot more heartfelt and like serious than I had anticipated. I thought it paid off really well. I'm like, it's crazy. Like just thinking of like our, when we did our most anticipated of this year, the fact that Shiloh LaBeouf like starred in and for this one wrote, <laughs> uh like two of like some of the best movies that came out this year in my opinion with peanut butter falcon and honey boy i'm like yeah (laughs) i was not expecting that no
0: this could be (laughs) this could be a crazy year at the oscars we could i don't know if he'll get nominated for uh the peanut butter falcon but he could potentially be up for supporting actor and best writer in honey boy
1: yeah i'm like i think with who would have
0: thought we'd see him up for two nominations at the oscars
1: yeah, no, not, obviously not me, but it's kind of crazy. I just, I kind of have the same react. Well, not the same reaction. I still think if I would wa- see one of them again, I would like to watch The Peanut Butter Falcon again. Because that movie is just so much fun to watch. But this movie is also just very good, just in a whole different vein. Well, it's it's very, uh, it felt very real and very raw. Yeah, it like, it. you could tell like, when you feel like, oh, Shia LaBeouf wrote this movie, like he like poured it all well, out yeah
0: there's there's very there's a lot of heavy emotion in it yeah like a lot of heavy emotion i mean it, it's just it's crazy just watching like their relationship and everything go because i mean his dad is looking out for him per se at the same time sort of using him at the same time just he he does want the best for his son but he doesn't know how to show it yeah yeah because i guess i guess his dad in real life too was ex-rodeo clown
1: was he in real life?
0: That's what I it, uh, I was talking to Ellen Generous about it. So, okay. yeah, it sounds like his dad was an ex uh, rodeo clown in real life. But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like when they showed like his dad in all, or well showed him James, right, in all like clown outfit and like doing the tricks with the chicken. I wish that was a great part of when he was telling the gal at the. On set. Yeah. All about, like, the whole rotating chicken and everything, making it walk around him. <laughs> trying to uh, use that as, like, a as, like, pickup line to impress her. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, no, they're... I, I just kind of get stuck on the fact that they just kind of, like, blew me away again. And I didn't think Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf was capable of blowing me away. Right. Until this year. Like, I mean... I don't know because all well, I'd well, ever seen. He's him in, got
0: my attention now. Now I'm like, well, what else is he going to bring out and impress us with?
1: Hopefully, like I would like to see more serious acting from him because he like has it. He's got it in him. Like two great examples this year, and especially like with Honey Boy. Like I don't know if like you're going to get like something if he produces and writes another one. Like another like movie in general if you're gonna get the same type of passions he dumped out for like his actual life experiences right. but i'm still very interested to see what other things he's wants to bring to screen or just what i don't know like it's just kind of crazy like you know like he's just kind of had like a little bit of a renaissance this year where he actually became like he became relevant again and actually like people you know saw that He's a lot more than what we all thought he
0: was. A lot more than Optimus Prime's friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or that that crazy guy who wore a bag over his head. I don't know if you remember that. He went to like an award show with a bag over his head. That said I'm not famous anymore. Do not remember that. Yeah, like there's a whole, he kind of like a Britney Spears kind of few years where he was just kind of like mentally breaking down it seems like.
0: Well. He got help and yeah, I mean, it was through through therapy, like we see Josh Lucas doing. Josh Lucas is who played the 22 year old version of him.
1: Right. When I've seen him in several things. He oh, was yeah. in Boy, Boy Erased with a.
0: Yeah, he was in Boy Erased. Yeah, you've seen him in. He was in that Manchester by the Sea. I don't know if you saw that nominated a couple years ago. Uh, I never what saw was the that. the other big one he was in. Oh, three billboards. And oh Lady, yeah, and yeah. Lady Bird. So he's been in some pretty Oscar-nominated stuff the last couple years.
1: Overdue to what? I don't know if I want to watch Three Billboards again. I want to have other people watch it, but I don't want to be there with them. <laughs> I,
0: I need to see that again. I think it'd be good.
1: Every time I see it, it's always on sale for like less than ten dollars. I'm like, that's a really good movie. I should own that. But I'm like, do I want to rewatch it? It's on our streaming. Is it? Yeah, it's on movie our movies anywhere. Oh shit! Well, good thing I didn't rebuy it. Yeah, Blockhoffer had it. Awesome. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's a hard movie to watch. Thanks, but that's Fox. beside the point.
0: <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. So. I think, were there any scenes that stood out to you?
1: I mean, I was thinking about the standout moment and it sounds kind of cliche. It was like the standout moment was just, I guess the whole, I guess like it's not any one moment that I could really pin down as like, well, this is fucking crazy. Which is like the fact that I was kind of already thrown off guard when it was, came out is like more of a drama but just like how i don't know, like like it's just like the standout like thing in my book is just like how passionate like how like real it felt and how off-putting and like uncomfortable i felt at some points but just like in thinking i'm like holy shit like this is a like maybe not like you know beat for beat like his real life experience but like it's got to be like somewhat close to you know it's coming from somewhere
0: yeah i imagine his well, just just the the figure in general, who he played as father was um mm-hmm. was a uh, some something similar to that, you know. Yeah, I will tell you one one scene, I I loved his interactions in general with this that gal across the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they do? They just refer to her as shy girl. Uh, I think so. I don't. That's what I don't I remember. remember. I don't remember an actual name. But yeah, their interactions were very interesting. I thought. I tell you the the one that actually got me just like kind of like uncomfortable was when like she kisses him, and then because you know she, I'm, we're led to believe she's got to be a little over eighteen probably, and he's only twelve. Yeah. And there's just some stuff going on there, and I'm just like, okay, all right. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah,
0: it. Well, in some ways, I'm thinking, like, okay, if I was 12, I'd probably be having the time of my life. Nervous, but having the time of my life, too, but I don't know. Doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there's... Uh, but, yeah. When he... When the dad came home and caught them, though, and was, like, just going off on her, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, it so there. Shy Girl,
1: that is the character's That's name. That's what they call her? It's Shy, Shy Girl. Girl. With a actress name that I don't even... No. how
0: yeah is she names. like a singer or something what, what was her name uh
1: fka twigs i don't know if i'm supposed to pronounce that <laughs> or if it's fka twigs Fuck it, twigs i i have no idea
0: she must be a singer or something yeah i i don't know i've never seen her before she was good though i liked her in this i guess she was a background dancer for ed shearing at
1: one point Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, I just like I never heard of her before until now. Well, that's another thing. Like a lot of these characters, like I mean, besides Shia LaBeouf and Lucas Hedges, and I guess uh, Noah Jupe, who plays him as twelve, I think that was his name. Like a lot of these people, like you know, I've just never heard of. So it's kind of like it comes no, off as an indie film. Yeah, well, the the honestly. main
0: the main three we've all heard of, but everybody else around them was just yeah unknowns to me. At Which least. is
1: also just great like I enjoy watching like you you have a couple familiar faces but then you just get to see a brand new set of actors that you don't normally get to see and again like when I just kind of like I guess maybe my enjoyment of this like boils down to like me just a finally like only 20 well I'm 25 so it's kind of like finally getting to the point where I'm just like I'm kind of just tired of the same old shit every single year so I'm not looking forward to Marvel movies anymore even though I enjoy them I'm not looking forward to them anymore but seeing like new and interesting things that people are doing and actually making movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm just like, I'm that's I mean, that's why like Peanut Butter Falcon and like this movie are probably like top there with ford Ver, Ford V. Ferrari. Like we're just getting a good batch of different movies in between the franchises,
0: yep, and it feels good, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm trying to think here any closing thoughts. I mean, all all I can say is like if you got this planet in a theater near you, You could wait for this to go to Amazon Prime if you want to. I don't know if it's necessarily a rush-out-to-theater movie, but I would say if it is playing in a theater near you, go check it out.
1: Yeah, and you don't even have to know anything about... You you can be completely disconnected, like not even know this is kind of like an autobiographical film about his life. It still works whether you know who he
0: is or not. Like this movie is just good. It's just good rehab for all of us, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed myself. Glad to hear you enjoyed it. Um, it's a movie that's gonna stick
1: with you after leaving.
0: I, I guess because the uh, it caught me off guard with the drama ness of it. That I would say seven and a half probably out of ten for entertainment wise. Still um, very highly entertaining for what it type of movie it is. Right. Uh, I would say overall a minus. It's not a perfect movie, but it's really really sharp.
1: Yeah, I would say. I mean. In my mind, just because it caught me off guard of, like, how good it is, like, like, I said, Peanut Butter Falcon was one of the biggest surprises of this year for me. And then this one, too. I feel like I just want to give it an A+. Like, it's really good. And it just, like, you get from Shia Buff something that I never thought I was going to get from him. I mean, because when I grew up, he was on Even Stevens on Disney Channel, just a weird, <laughs> dumb TV Which show. I've still never seen. And then, it, well, it's a weird, dumb TV show. And then he got to be in weird, dumb movies with the Transformers. And now we get yeah. this.
0: How crazy is that scene when his dad just interrupted the shooting? Like, all right, you've had enough. You know what? You know, what? he's going with me. You know, you've run you've run over time. And he's like, scratching them. Child labor laws.
1: It's just for he some just reason. Pulls them out of the set
0: altogether. You're like, holy shit.
1: Kind of just like some reason, I was thinking, like, man, this is what Macaulay Culkin's dad did. I bet, probably, like, a, like, yeah, s- a very famous, like, fucking asshole <laughs> who just like pushed his kids to make money for the family. So kind of, I didn't I think know. of
0: that. You're probably right. I bet you this was a lot what Macaulay Culkin's dad was like.
1: Yeah, I uh, from what I have like understood from like interviews and like podcasts and stuff, he's like, been to rehab of- too. <laughs> well, I, I hope so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. It's really interesting. I would say definitely worth a watch. And even if you don't like Shia LaBeouf, still worth a watch.
0: What would you think of his dad um, growing weed off the side of the freeway?
1: It just, like, is amazing. Like, this is exactly what you imagine trailer trash to do. Just, like, you don't own the land to grow it, so you just fucking grow it off the side of the
0: freeway. But, I mean, how genius is that though? He made sure it was going to get hit by sprinkler systems.
1: I mean, it's smart and ingenious in the trashiest way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just like, you're like, huh, I wouldn't have thought of that. But, you know, you got to hustle. You got to make money somehow. Right? So, I mean, like, if you don't have the means, but you kind of figure out a way around it. I don't like like a little bit of respect goes out to that.
0: And I didn't know this, but Natasha uh, was it Leon 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 from uh, Orange is the New Black and American Pie. She was the mom on the phone. Oh, was she? Yeah. A little pizza trivia there. Interesting. Wow, I didn't notice. Yeah, but yeah, she was in it. All okay. right, well, that we get two recommendations right here for Honey Boy. Sounds like it's definitely worth checking out. Again, everything, in my opinion, is better on the big screen, even dramas. Go check it out. Otherwise, it will be on Prime, I'm sure, soonish. Probably around Oscar season. I'm sure they'll throw it on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, So she gets nominated, I'm sure it'll come out.
1: It'll probably be out there like later this month maybe maybe i don't know netflix usually puts them out like almost immediately after they go into theaters but i don't know probably probably won't have to wait past january to check catch it on prime
0: i think that concludes honey boy let's move on here to a little film called knives out
1: So this one was my pick of the week. Because Jordan and I, we couldn't agree. Because Jordan did want to see Honey Boy.
0: I wanted to see Honey Boy and a good day in the neighborhood. Excuse me. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. And Daniel was like,
1: no. Well, my yeah. I, I think I told you, like, abruptly. I'm like, eh, beautiful day in the neighborhood's, like, at the bottom of my list right now. It's on the list, but it's at the bottom. <laughs> so, but I'm like, Knives Out. It looked fun. I like a little murder mystery. I like a little quirky story. Um, so, cards on the table, Jordan. I did really enjoy this movie, but I was also really intoxicated when I watched it, cause I just like murder mysteries are like heists and murder mysteries. Like if the end doesn't come together, then it kind of ruins the whole movie. So I'm like, I'm just gonna smooth out the edges myself and go in and just like enjoy the ride.
0: Where did you go see that, or where did you go drinking beforehand? Uh, I went drinking before. Oh, guys, like did you go to Lawhurst for this?
1: No, I just bought my ticket, had them scan it, and I'm just like, mm. just. I mean, I wasn't like super fucked up but you know i was i was tipsy because i didn't drink a lot because i'm like it's still a two and a half hour movie or somewhere around there was it that long hey it was over two hours so i'm just like all right so i got a little drunk to smooth out the edges I'm like even if this isn't perfect i should still enjoy the roller coaster and i did i very much did good so <laughs> i guess that's my opening statement that's your opening <laughs> statement okay <Yeah. laughs> well, i was looking forward to this movie
0: okay well Going into this movie here, first we'll say, all right, Knives Out, written and directed by Ryan Johnson, starring a whole heaping cast here. We got Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, Ricky Lindholm, Jaden Martell, Tony Collette, Kath, Catherine Langford, Anna D. Armas. Is that how you say her last name? Armas? I think so. Christopher Plummer, Eddie Patterson, and Frank Oz. Yoda. Yeah. Was in this movie. Th- was he? Yeah. Who's Frank? O- like, I think it was the Will Reader. Really? Oh, shit. I did not, didn't catch that. Yep. So when a renowned crime novelist, Harlan, is found dead at his estate after his 85th birthday, the inquisitive de- detective, Blanc, is enlisted to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff, Blanc sits through a web of red hair and self-service lies to uncover the truth behind Harlan's untimely death. So, I gotta say, for me going into this, a um, little bit of a, ah, jeez, when I first saw the trailer for this, because I saw the name Ryan Johnson pop up, and although Looper was a great movie, he wrote this and directed this really shitty movie called The Last Jedi, yeah. which I did not like whatsoever. I know, I know, there's probably some people out there like, ah, oh, whatever, it's the greatest thing ever. No, it's not.
1: I mean, it's not.
0: It's garbage.
1: I was prepared to come in here and be like, Jordan, get the fuck over it.
0: <laughs> However, I can for- I don't forgive him for that. Again, if anything, I'm mad at Biwiger and Kathleen Kennedy but for not can... handling the the Star Wars property correctly Which and is not pre planning a trilogy correctly like you should. Right. So whatever. Um, as far as. Ryan Johnson and his knives out. Guys. So, yeah, but one thing, like, I've seen, I swear to God, I've seen a trailer for this movie every time I've been to the theater the last six months. And only one. I think only the
1: one trailer. I think there were
0: two I've seen.
1: I only remember like the main one. But. Oh
0: my gosh, though. Like, I almost couldn't wait just to see this movie, just to get it the hell over with. I'm glad it's out now because now, from this point on, we're not going to see a trailer for it in the theater anymore because I've seen that trailer so many times. Yeah. That I was kind of like, I'm over this movie. Like, I don't even care if it's good anymore. I'm just over it. Just, yeah. However, you know, I went in. You know, I, I, did, I did myself good this morning. I got up early. I went and got some coffee, went shopping, went and got our little nephew some toys for Christmas. Nice. And I was in a good mood, so I went and watched the movie. And I got to say, overall, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this overall was not too shabby. I would say.
1: Hmm. I'm just gonna say off the bat, like I think it's like at ninety some odd percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think so. I don't I, know, I know I think if they're, it's... I
0: think they're both the both that and Honey Boy are sitting around ninety three.
1: Yeah, so like I don't know if it's like ninety six percent good, but
0: I still very thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Like it's. Well, <laughs> I was actually surprised how much I did enjoy it. It was funnier than I thought it was going to be too, which was always yes. that, which kind of a nice surprise. I don't you know. It what I think what I liked about it, uh now that's kind of spoilery. I won't talk well, about that. I, I will say one of the highlights that isn't spoiler is the character
1: interaction with the star-studded cast was amazing and hilarious. I did love
0: the cast, and yeah, their interactions were great. I mean, it really felt like a real family function. I loved it. Yeah, just kind of a book. But what I like too is, you know, like detectives are interviewing folks, and we're, as they're talking, we're seeing things unfold rather than just hearing them talk. Right. It's kind of. Nothing's like, worse than just watching a head talk for a, at the camera for a while.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, that's one of, like, the benefits is, like, it starts out with um, the police interviewing everybody. So it shows their name, you know. And so you get a pretty solid, like, I remembered for the, like, 90 percent of the character names just from that intro scene of them introducing have their little name card and like describing the events before and that was
0: nice the name cards that helped
1: yes that's yeah that helps a lot so i'm like okay like it makes it feel more like a murder mystery game at that point where you're like this is (laughs) kind of well
0: and do you remember the end credits too did you watch any of the end credits when all the main characters names are popping up with like a almost like a hand-painted photo of themselves or hand-drawn photo of them? I did not. Okay. I did not stay. Those They kind of remind me of a card game, like card game like characters.
1: Oh, man. See, that's a really nice little touch, but no, I didn't stay to see that.
0: I got to say, off bet I loved uh, Daniel Craig in this. I thought he was fun. Yeah. really enjoyed his character quite a bit. I liked his interaction with the other detectives, too. Yes. yes I, I definitely like Craig in this. But yeah, the whole cast was good. I think Craig and the gal that plays... The caretaker, um, Marta, Anna D. Armas. She and Craig were probably my favorites. Dude, she as...
1: like acted her acted her ass off in this movie. Like it was, she was a really good character. Like came out as like one of the best, well rounded. Like and like she just came out as a really good character. I like, yeah. But I mean, like I think all of the people. Like she's definitely the standout. But like, uh, I'm trying to think. of <laughs> uh, The guy who plays Walt um michael shannon michael shannon yeah i always love seeing michael shannon he's good
0: in everything he is and i really enjoyed um it's fun seeing chris evans other than in something else other than marvel
1: (laughs) yes and i guess to stifle your excitement to see him being an asshole they he's one of the main focuses in the trailer he is not in this movie as long as you would think he would be in the movie like he doesn't come into
0: like Oh, really? I, oh, I never got the impression he was going to have a huge, huge role in it. Or I guess I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like he, he had a couple like notable lines in the trailer. that Made it seem like he was going to be around for a while.
0: Tony Collette was interesting too. She was uh, Joni. Her husband had died, but they still treated her and her daughter like family. Yes, I thought that was a really fun
1: role because she can play a lot of serious stuff. And so it was fun to see her kind of, like, play, like, a I her in this. I didn't like dude. her character,
0: but I liked her in this. <laughs> yeah. Like I so said, like, and I like her, how... Her, da- her character makes me mad.
1: And I do enjoy how they definitely put a lot of time into making all of the family members very distinct from one another. Like... You know, there's sometimes for some of them like they're kind of similar in some ways, but they make them very distinct.
0: A little surprised and there they're... weren't a few more grandkids, but maybe it's just to cut down on actors and things like that, but right. ca- characters in general. But I'm surprised there weren't just a few more grandkids. But I like Chris Plummer playing um, Harlan; he was good. Mm-hmm. He's good in anything, but yeah, Chris Plummer.
1: Oh, the uh, the guy who play the kid who plays Bill in uh, the It movies the stuttering kid mm. that was the uh was uh jacob thromby oh that was jacob oh okay okay which oh my gosh you're right yes which i thought was hilarious because his like they all have weird little character intros his character intros is like going through just like wow what like a he's like a fucking nazi and then he's like liberal snowflake and the but no matter how back and forth like everybody in the family essentially hates him except for his dad and I just think it's so funny like he's they go through like a little pan of like he's a Nazi he just trolls people and it's kind of a dick and it flashes over to his dad he's just like I just think it's amazing what he does with technology it's, it blows my mind it's just like an out of touch clueless dad I'm like that I, that made me laugh so much <laughs> it made me
0: laugh it's like what were you doing in the bathroom for so long and then they're like I know what you're doing <laughs> Yeah. I, oh god like I said
1: like I guess like the highlight of this movie is the family dynamic and the infighting and the like the the, the two-facedness that everybody has towards each other <laughs> it's just it's hilarious it like makes for a really
0: great well like, they make fun of the other the other girl too a lot too like what is this? Chris Evans character comes in he's like the grandfather paying for SJW degree yeah <laughs> something like that
1: like they throw it around like I guess like they mention politics in the game or er, in the game in the game in, in the in the movie but it's not like overly political like they just are having a discussion between one side and the other side of people who like agree and disagree in their family which that's perfectly fine but like, yeah,
0: as far as the let's talk about the setup a little bit I thought it was a pretty well good setup I mean we we start out with we're invest we're investigating to see what happened and we kind of get a glimpse of the party his 85th birthday mm-hmm. found dead the next morning right the whole movie starts with the maid finding, or the, not the caretaker, um, Marta, finding him dead. Right? Doesn't the whole movie kick off with that?
1: Isn't it? I thought it was the other lady. Uh, uh, Fran. Fran. Fran? I think she was like the housekeeper oh, or something. Oh,
0: Fran. Yes. Fran's the one that finds her. Because, yeah, supposedly Marta's gone. Right. Anyway. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Start over here. So, yes, the whole thing kicks off with Fran finding him dead and yeah we start seeing all the interviews with everybody and it starts off with those other two detectives first and then yeah because um daniel craig is uh, his blanc is kind of sitting in the background for a little bit yeah i do kind of like every time they start getting off subject he like hits the piano key to like all right come on back on track yeah <laughs> I that was great but uh so yeah i mean it, it they do a good job setting everything up i thought Mm -hmm. because it is making you wonder okay like here's what here's where everybody was all throughout the night over this time of the night so what could have possibly happened who could have come in and why would they want to murder this you know renowned writer and everything
1: right and i like how they does establish everybody has a motive as every good murder mystery should is everybody has at least a small motive why they would want him dead whether most of it is for inheritance reasons but, you know, a couple of others, like, break it up with, like, you know, the like, control of, like, the publication company and stuff like that. So I like how they do flesh out everybody has a motive. Everybody has a reason to want him dead, as you do. But I thought they were pretty good reasons, give I or take. I did not know if everybody Maybe. necessarily
0: wanted him dead because most people thought as of time of, like, investigation and murder or, you know, of his death that they were all in the will. Everything was fine.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. I guess he had gone and cut off a couple of them at that point though. Well
0: I think that the only one that knew at that point was his grandson.
1: Grandson or Hanson. I forget his name. His grandson. Right.
0: Um Ronson, is that his Chris Evans character? I'm just gonna call him Chris Evans. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think I'm trying to tip around I don't wanna talk I don't wanna ruin this for anybody without going into spoilers. I'm trying to tiptoe around some of the stuff. I'm just, I'm just trying to think more of like on a filmmaking sense and storytelling sense. I thought they did a really good job just setting everything up, getting us invested. I like the little bit of humor sprinkled in throughout. Yeah. That house in general was really cool. It the was the estate. I just thought that was a really cool house.
1: I know. It was a very cool house. Like, it's definitely very clue y, mm-hmm. I guess, is what.
0: I love the property think, it's set on. Though I'm just like talking about the, like the aesthetic of it. Uh, maybe I'd do some different things decorating wise. Uh, I mean, I, 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 of course, I did that. That um, wall of knives that you see it in the trailer—it's just so cool.
1: It is, and they have like
0: With it, them all pointing toward the center.
1: Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, you're right. Like the, the setting is perfect for a movie like this. Like obviously, like they even mentioned like it's a gigantic clue board of a house, which. Yeah, you know,
0: hint hint how old is his mom supposed to be 105 if he was having his 85th birthday well
1: it was funny that's one of the funniest lines in the movie that i thought was when they were talking like oh is, who's that oh that's his mother and you know he was 85 and they asked him like well how old is she and jamie lee curtis character is like oh nobody knows <laughs> it's just like, we're not sure. she's like she's just old if he's if her son's 85 she's just old <laughs> So, I thought that was hilarious. So, she's probably... Yeah, but... Um, do we go
0: into spoilers here? I feel I, like
1: we need to go into spoilers, because this is, like, it's very
0: twisty. Kind of tiptoeing so. around things, and yeah, I guess let's just do spoilers here. So, as of right now, yes, we both recommend Knives Out. It... Beat both of our expectations, at least definitely mine. It beat my my expectations for sure. I was just expecting. I don't dog even crap. think
1: I needed to be as drunk as I was when I saw it. I was just mad in general,
0: <laughs> just because the name Ryan Johnson pops up on the screen. I'm just like.
1: Oh, it would have. It wouldn't have been as much of a stretch for you, Jordan. I know. If they didn't put Ryan Johnson, director of the Last Jedi, well, if, La- the if Last
0: Jedi didn't exist and it was just Looper, I'd be like, oh, sweet, and Ryan Johnson film. The guy that did Looper, awesome. Yeah. It's got a bad taste in my mouth. That's all. I know. I know. But anyway, all right. Why don't we go into spoilers here? Uh, let's do spoilers here in five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers.
1: Spoilers. Okay. So the biggest thing that we're going to talk about first is, Ryan Johnson loves to subvert expectations. He sets it up just to subvert it.
0: Lightsabers.
1: Yeah. Jordan just threw his pen behind him. But. So I feel like that was the biggest like surprise is like about was second act, maybe like end of the first act. It turns into it like starts out as a whodunit. Right. And about maybe halfway through, maybe even before that, they reveal.
0: It was what for sure suicide? it suicide.
1: W- well, they reveal that it was.
0: Well, they showed the audience that he did for sure kill himself. Yeah. Which, which I like that, because I was like, I thought it was going to be a two hours of whodunit. Instead, we find out, okay, he did kill himself.
1: But, but. here's the reason why. And somebody already knows how he died. So, and then he kind of turns it switches it from whodunit to, is she going to get away with it? Yeah. Because it starts out with, or it comes to, Marta was the one
0: who... And I still kind of believe her innocence to a degree. She didn't know she was in the will, going to get everything. So she had no idea. So why would she even act on anything? She's just doing her job. Yeah, it was a straight up
1: accident.
0: So, yeah. But, but I, I like that. No, I know. It was a very, was a very clever subversion and, and, that I was just like. That wait. was one thing I love too when he's reading the will. That was probably my favorite part when he's reading the will. Talking about how everything is going to go to her. And the family's just like, what the fuck? Which is like, you can take that and shut that will and shut it up your ass.
1: Yeah, I do love that because, like, I mean, in an earlier scene, like, they're like the family was like, "Hey, we've discussed it, and you know, you're very important to our father, so um, we're gonna our family decided that we're gonna take care of you and your family." I'm like, and like that, that's kind of nice, you know. But then as soon as they find out that she inherited everything and they get nothing, they're like, "We're gonna fuck you over
0: so hard." Because I mean, what well, sixty million dollars, the estate and everything in it, and the company, yes. Well, So, with $60 million from just
1: liquid assets, plus, like, everything else, the publishing company, that just will keep making money, too. So,
0: yeah. She
1: she gets a lot.
0: Insane. And they're like, you get nothing, you're all cut off.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's very fun to see, like, they're all, like, very, like, they're very, like, kind of cruel to each other, but very nice to Marta. But as soon as, like, the power... His flips do they have nothing and she has everything. They're all just like we will fuck you up. I'm like, oh, I
0: hate you.
1: Which one of my favorite scenes is when Walt, uh, Michael Shannon's character, is threatening her. It's like, you know, we we hear your mother's here illegally. Now I don't want that to come up, but you know, like we have lawyers and stuff to like make that all go away. And then she's like, you mean I have lawyers because you don't have shit anymore. And I like how he's just like, well, no, he's like. So I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I just like love how he's going there to threaten her, and then she's like smart enough to be like, "Actually, I have all of this, and you don't I have, have access to all of these." So yeah. you're telling me that they can take care of it, which means I can take care of it. I just thought I I thought that was really fun.
0: I liked watching her try to stay one step ahead of Daniel Craig.
1: Yes, that was
0: <laughs> trying to erase, retain the VCR is broken, and then trying to erase the tape, and yeah. then trying to like what? I don't hear you. And walking through the mud to scramble the footprints.
1: Yeah. And also, oh, we didn't even talk about this, but an amazing, I thought was a really fun, kind of like over the top, but really fun MacGuffin, is how to tell who's lying and who's not. Is Marta is introduced with the character trait when she's being interviewed by Daniel Craig, the detective, that if she lies, she has a compulse like a reaction where she just throws up. And I thought that was hilariously fun and like kind of a fun way to like discern the truth. I thought thought
0: the funniest part is when, uh, Chris Evans wants to, Chris Evans character wants to get her to talk. He's like, you just ate a whole thing of beans and bacon. He pulls the plate away, then puts this like empty bowl in front of her.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I know that was, I loved that too. I laughed so hard at that. Um, Let's talk about Chris Evans. Like he doesn't show up till maybe late first act or you know somewhere in the second act. But when he shows up, like I actually really enjoyed what he brought to the table with his character, and like how he has a like despises his own family too, and tries to like side with Marta, like and this is like, I mean, he's telling everybody to eat shit. It's just it's pretty funny.
0: You eat shit. You eat especially shit. Especially you. Yeah, especially you eat shit.
1: I don't know, I just had really fun with his characters. I love how they, as soon as, like, the Wilburtoning happens, like, everybody swarms Marta, and she can't get away because her car won't start. And so he drives up, picks her up, she gets in his car, they drive away, and everybody's just standing there like, what the fuck? And then he, I like, I just, this is probably one of my favorite moments in the movie, As he looks up, he's driving away, She's like, yeah, family's crazy, right? And she's like, yeah, thanks. She's like, but seriously, Marta, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I like the part too when Jamie, when Linda is like well, her husband to her husband like Richard, why didn't you stop her? Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, attach my teeth to the bumper? Yeah, something like that.
1: Or something. something like that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> There's little funny parts like that.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like, it was this movie was kind of I would say a little bit unnecessarily convoluted, but in a fun way because it was just twisty for twist's sake. And subverting expectations all at the same time. So I, I had a fun time just following along with the movie. I didn't try. I don't. Tr- I'm one of those people. that I don't try and solve it. I don't try and get ahead of it. I just try and enjoy the ride when it's a mystery.
0: Well, I think my favorite part. Well, not fair. But anyway, the very ending shot. They're all down on the driveway looking up at her, and she's got that cup that says "My House." My,
1: my house. <laughs> my she, rules. My coffee. S- my coffee. Yeah.
0: she's. Tss. Standing on the balcony of what's now her house. Yeah, uh, that that was just a perfect last shot. I oh, thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think we could probably wrap it up here. Do you yeah. Want to like I there? mean,
1: it's hard. Like it's hard to describe every little faucet. Yeah, and I, I don't think we need to go
0: thing. through it like bit by bit by bit. But overall, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, what we thought was going to be a whodunit stops kind of right there in the middle, and then it becomes something else. And I, I gotta say, I'm glad it took a turn like that. Yeah. No. I Otherwise, really... it would have been really drawn out and boring, probably. Yeah, I would think
1: so too. Like I, because obviously, like especially for people who are super into it, they're just like, "Oh, it was actually probably this because of these reasons that you see," you know. So it eventually be like, "Yeah, she did it. She knows it. Now, what are we gonna do from here?" So now that you know, you're like, "Oh shit!" So how is she gonna get away with it? Like it completely like takes away like the power of people who are just like, "I know who the killer is." So like now, everybody else does like an hour into the movie. So what are we, where are we going to go from here? I thought that was very good. I liked that a lot.
0: Yeah, no, same, same here. Like, oh, one thing that was a real fun little thing there. Did you notice they were playing some Gordon Lightfoot Sundown in the bar? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know why, but maybe it's because our mom just listened to that stuff all the time when we were growing up, but I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, hey, oh, hey, it's Gordon Lightfoot. No, I did not that. That's not something <laughs> I hear in bars around here. No. So I thought that was pretty awesome. but But yes um gotta say overall i really enjoyed this movie overall uh, yeah fun to watch the cast is awesome and yeah i gotta say i i do put this on my recommend um hmm. as far as grading it out goes i would probably say give it a 8 out of 10 for entertainment wise because it was funny at times Uh, i don't know sometimes i think i'm too generous on that scale
1: i don't know i mean for me entertainment wise i'm giving it a solid 10 like I thoroughly enjoyed my weird ten out of ten. For entertainment. I mean, honestly, I like had a great time in the theater. Like the theater experience was good, and just watching the like riding along with this weird, fun murder murder mystery roller coaster. I actually I had a great time.
0: So I think what I'm going to do for this one, actually, and you know, since it's pre- eight out of ten for entertainment, I'm going to move Honey Boy up from a minus to solid A. Okay. And then give Knives Out a a because I do I did like Honey Boy better, so I don't think they can be the same grade per se. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> but, okay, well, I'll say it's a solid, like, A- minus for me, too. Like, I enjoyed it. And I think the subversion that they make in the middle of, like, now try- seeing if she's going to get away with it, I think helps the rewatchability. Because once you know the murder,
0: well, the murderer in a murder mystery, like, it kind of ha- takes having, having her mom here illegally, too, and potential, like, that adds some tension and raises the stakes, too, which yeah. is good. Yeah. But oh, yeah.
1: I like honestly like subvert my most severed expectation of like, holy shit, this was actually really good and really fun. <laughs> like, I, I had a good time. It's and that's really all I'm hoping for in the theater these days.
0: Yes. All right. Well, that's two recommends for knives out here. Let's move on, Daniel, and let's do some gambling. <laughs> so, last week we gambled on. What did we gamble on last week?
1: Last week, Jordan and I bet on Queen and Slim. Jordan bet 83%. I bet 60%. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes at the time of recording was 87%. And now with the... Well, let me pull it up. Okay, so now with 114 reviews... It is actually sitting at 82%. So, Jordan, you almost got it right on the money. Man,
0: I could have signed you two movies. If, I mean, yeah, it hadn't happened oh, yet. Oh, man. So, Jordan is the so winner blessed. this week. All right. So, I get to sign Daniel something. Yep. Hmm. Let me think about it while we gamble on this week's movie. Okay. And what are we gambling on this week? I don't know because I'm looking at new stuff coming out here. Um, we got ICU, Grand Isle. The Mandela Effect, the million or a million little pieces, Playmobil, the movie.
1: I kind of would like to bet on Playmobil, because I saw a trailer for that. That's fun. And I'm not... like, it. I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm morally or like, I'm I'm against this movie because it's Playmobil, but Daniel Radcliffe is the lead in this movie.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: I'm just like, it's like Daniel Radcliffe, and then you start listening to the voice, you're like, oh my God, it's Harry Potter. He's playing like a like a suave James Bond character
0: Jim Gaffigan I'm looking at the hmm I don't know I, I don't know what it is never seen a trailer for it it's based off a toy line or something
1: it's like a it's like kind of like Duplo but I, I guess a step above Duplo but still way below Lego I don't know have you ever seen the trailer for it Duplo is Lego okay well it's not though Jordan it's the same company but it's not Lego
0: Hmm.
1: You know? Alright. Um actually, Jordan, we have to bet on something else. What? I accidentally just saw the Rotten tomato score. Sorry. Dang it. 24%.
0: <laughs> Dang, I was gonna put 32 down.
1: Yeah, I just like well, I don't know how like either have to throw it or that would be it. So sorry. I have it I have right, it put fine. away now. I have it put away now. I'm sorry.
0: Daniel. Fine. <laughs> Nicolas Cage movie? Which Nicolas Cage movie? It's called uh, Grand Isle. I've never heard of it.
1: Let's do it. Okay. Nicolas Nicolas Cage. Cage. And who's the other one?
0: Kelsey Grammer. Oh, really? All right. So here's the description. A young father is charged for murder and must prove his innocence through recalling a very twisted and dark night of events. So it's uh, Knives Out again. Okay. Well, shit, you said Nicolas Cage. I'm like, I wrote down a
1: number. Then you said Kelsey Grammer. I'm like, eh, it might be a little higher. Nick Cage,
0: Kelsey Grammer. All right. Um, hmm. I have no clue. I've never seen a trailer for
1: this. You know, I'm just going to go with like my first reaction Me for too. Nicolas Cage.
0: All right. What do you got? When you said Nicolas Cage, I immediately wrote down 42%. <laughs> I wrote 62%. <laughs> Beautiful. So let's see where we're at here for grand Ile. grand i'm saying I, right? isle yeah it's isle okay i'm <laughs> like i am saying this right you're like grand Azul. I, and i got slight dyslexia but come on oh as of right now there is no tomato score okay well never a good sign so we'll see wow yeah crap all right well daniel my streak might be coming to an end. What am I going to sign, Daniel, though, is the question. So, you've watched a couple of Scorsese films back-to-back. Mm-hmm. You saw some early stuff, some mid-range, middle-of-the-road, you know, 80s Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time we move into some 90s Scorsese. I
1: don't know, man. The only thing is they, they're they all at least two hours. <laughs> it's just,
0: I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know, and all this stuff these days are three hours long. Like, you got The Departed, Wolf of Wall Street. That's all I know. And I still, I'm
1: like, you're telling me to watch a two hour, or at least a two hour Scorsese film, which I'm still trying to, like, figure out how to watch The Irishman. All right, player, (laughs) I got one for you here.
0: Um, It's probably one of my favorite movies ever. I don't know. Call me weird. I love it. About this high school kid who uh, starts up his own business. Am I finally watching Risky Business? Yes. We're going to stay within the theme of Tom Cruise. I was going to do some more Scorsese for you, but if you want something a little shorter, Daniel, you're going to watch some Risky Business.
1: Well, I know where the where scene has come from. I've just never actually watched the movie.
0: Well, I think you're in for a treat. I actually love this movie. It's well written and directed. The score, Tangerine Dream. Awesome. Good soundtrack around it, too. Just good, you know, 70s and 80s songs.
1: Right. It's a good time. It's a good time. All right.
0: Daniel? Risky business.
1: Okay. All right. Fine. All right. I'll watch it. I'll
0: watch it. All right. Well, let's, let's get out of here, Daniel, because we are over an hour.
1: All right. Let's go. All right. Yes.
0: I got some, uh, I got to write 30 pages of a script tonight. You got to at Slash least drink one more beer before that. Oh, there's some more down the fridge, I think. <laughs> like, hopefully.
1: Let, the, let the creative juices flow. And
0: hopefully, I might watch some Mandalorian. We'll see. I really got to get going on work, though.
1: Hopefully. You got to start watching it,
0: man. I got to start writing, though. You got to understand why All right. everybody
1: loves Baby Yoda.
0: Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Dana, where can they find us?
1: Online. Or we're on online Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore brews. Let us know what you thought of Knives Out and Honey Boy. Loved it. Hated it. Want to see more kind of like interesting indie movies and also Knives Out, which is not an indie movie whatsoever. But (laughs) whatever.
0: $40 million budget. That's kind of low these days. Kind of low, but still
1: star-studded.
0: Yes. So, yeah. Let us know. Let us know, yes. And thanks, everybody, for downloading the podcast. We appreciate it. Share the podcast with friends, because that helps grow the show. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers!